Welcome to the Creative Industries Podcast. Join us as we explore the ways in which education is changing and help to prepare people for the world of work within the creative industries in Wales. In these podcasts, we at Screen Alliance Wales, along with our partners at the University of South Wales, will talk to people already working in the industry and educators already adapting to the new curriculum to help inspire the next generation to meet the needs of one of the fastest growing economic sectors in Wales. So uh, welcome once again to another edition of KipCast with me, Sam Brown, and our guest, Anna Turley, or Miss, Miss Turley, as I've been introduced to, to her in the past. Uh, Anna, can you just firstly, just to, to kick us off, thank you, thanks for joining us. Could you introduce yourself and tell us what you do and maybe tell us a little bit about where you're based? I am a year five, six teacher at Lancaster Junior School, which is in Nelson, Caerphilly. And it's pretty close to Merthyr, really. It's closer to Merthyr, really, than Caerphilly. And I am also the ICT coordinator or digital lead for Lankayach. And I've been in that post since approximately 2013. And I've also recently become the literacy coordinator as well. So I've taken over that role. And then in the past as well, I've worked a lot with creative schools so I was overseeing the creative schools project and getting uh, outside practitioners into school to help with projects to do with the new curriculum and develop curriculum development. I came for a visit to you at the school uh, with, with uh, Stephen Davis from uh, YYFM based just up the road at the, at the local hospital. Um, that, you know, without embarrassing you, I was blown away with, with your with your <laughs> pupils. I loved spending time with them. They were so motivated and loved creating media i think you remember me saying to them yeah. because they're, they're leaving you aren't they the, the, the some of them are yes yeah, yeah. some of them are year six yeah and i and i said to them when you know when you leave school please keep this love of media please keep keep this love of creativity but i mean how, can i just ask you how much how much do you tend to is slightly off topic but how much do you do you miss your pupils and how much do you kind of bond with them in the time that they're particularly maybe in your role with, in ict you know in sort of that sort of side of things well, we all do. We really do genuinely miss them when they go. Um, I think particularly working with the the digital leaders, uh, you, yeah. you sort of work with them and they are integral to the running of our student council. They're strongly involved in the school self-evaluation process. So they, they work with different teachers who have responsibilities for that curriculum area. They're basically following the role of an adult, really. So we're developing real life skills. You know, they're, they're evaluating what pupils like about their learning, what can make it better. And they're genuinely helping us to improve what we do in the school. They reach a standard, which is fantastic. And when they leave in year six, I think, oh, I really hope when they go on to comp that these skills that they've developed through their roles in the various uh, student council teams, they're given so many opportunities in our setting, especially, and I know in primary schools uh, across Wales, they're given so many opportunities to have real purposeful uh, learning and developing lifelong skills that yeah. our hope is that they carry that on when they go to comp and they're given those opportunities as well. If we're talking about the kind of creative skills you employ in your work, I mean, walking into your classroom, it is a welcoming kind of embrace of creativity 
you got your own homemade green screen in the corner. <laughs> you know, they're editing, they're creating content, they're working with scripts, they're, they're acting, they're, they're thinking about sound, they're thinking about visuals. Tell us a little bit about, you know, in terms of creativity with, with, with the, the cyber skills, uh, uh, Cyber Heroes Project, what that's about and how you kind of integrate creativity into your communication with, with, with your pupils. So with everything that we do with our learning, we always try to go through the process that you would in in ad, real life context you know so if you were say for example a digital producer we would follow the same stages albeit for primary school yeah. age children yeah. uh, so the cyber heroes project was a project that's in uh, it's an online safety project and uh, we were contacted well it was actually uh, with an LNS school which is part of the lead network schools for digital and I heard about Cyber Heroes Project and we'd identified online safety as an area on our school development plan for, for developing and ensuring that all stakeholders are involved and are aware of being safe online. So I saw this project called Cyber Heroes and I thought oh, that looks fantastic because we the idea behind it is that the children would create an online safety video that they would share with elderly members of the community yes. and specifically the hospital radio patients but anyone yes. can listen to it which is the, mm -hmm. the beauty of that radio station it's online mm -hmm. uh, so the children had an online training session the cyber heroes and they were set the mission of creating an online safety video that would be you know as i've said uh, shared with elderly members of the community but we thought well we're not just going to share it with them we'll share it with all stakeholders so governors pupils staff and parents of our school so the children then sat down with me and we talked about uh, what we'd learned in the session and then the key messages that we wanted to get across. Uh, so they helped me write the script. It was very much a collaborative project, yeah. co-constructed. Uh, they then uh, edited the script. They decided which parts they wanted to take on. They rehearsed. Following rehearsal, they filmed it and that's where the green screen came in. So we used iPads and the green screen they filmed. And this was all during, it actually started in October and it has been, because I can only meet with them when I have a little bit of time out of class to, you know, every, mm. as part of my uh, digital learning work. So I, it's gone over several months and, and we had, uh, you know, restrictions due to COVID. So things have got in the way, but they've been so determined to finish it. And I have as well. Mm. <laughs> they've reviewed the footage and they've reshot certain things. We've had a few changes of characters and so on. And then they've used iMovie to edit the yes. video editing. And now when you came in, Steve, they were at the stage where they're just about, uh, they've done voiceovers and they've put uh, overlays in and pictures on pictures, but yeah. they had some fantastic advice from you, Steve, which was to break it down into a series of shorter videos with a trailer and we can push out those trailers on our Twitter account and yeah. our parent dojo account and saying coming soon, our online yeah. safety video. Which is where I want to bring Sam in, right? So just to say, just as I go to you, Sam, they put a, like a James Bond spin on it as well. Oh, yeah. and, <laughs> so I mean, cool. and they're, they're, they're all really attractive characters. And yes. they, you know, I know people will really will love them. You know, honestly, mm. they've really got so much personality and they absolutely mm. love this. They obviously, clearly, they they're loving it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, which is to your credit, uh, Anna. Sam, I just wonder from your perspective as Screen Alliance Wales, it seems to me as a, this is a really great example of 
the pathway really you know between quite young young people and eventually emerging and learning real life skills of, of the media industry definitely i think i think this is the perfect example of of how this is of how this is done i mean it's like I think a lot of children maybe have this this sort of passion for this industry and this sort of the, this idea that this is what they can do. And by practically working on something like a collaborative project, and they are seeing every single tiny little thing that goes into it, and they can look at something and say, "Yeah, I was part of this." It's great, and that's that's really where a sort of passion starts. Is is that age? It's nice and young. It's where they can really start to think. Actually, this is something that I could do as a viable thing that I might want to look at, you know, later on in life. Um, it's something that I never did, you know, like my, my sort of generation, I think yeah. I was at first school about 2005 and that was obviously pre social media, pre everything, but by these children using these skills and by utilizing things like social media to, to, you know, to, to um, uh, broadcast, you know, the, the thing that they've made is, is brilliant. And it's exactly, exactly what we want from the next generation of people who are, are looking to get into this industry. Yeah. Um and it's like, you know, I sort of say on the podcast all the time, one of the Screenlance, what we do at Screenlance Wales is that we, we do go into schools and we show the amount of jobs that are available. And it's always quite a shock to sort of say like, oh, I didn't realise that this was a, a, a career path that I could do in the film and TV industry. But by doing these collaborative projects, they are actively working on something um, and, you know, producing, creating everything themselves, mm. um, which yeah, just gets them passionate about the industry, which is great. It's fantastic. It sounds absolutely brilliant. And things like green screens and stuff as well. Like even like it, it's yeah. so achievable now, and you can make a, a a a quite a good quality film on an iPad. You can yeah. you can do you know um, with basic IT skills, you can actually do quite good computer graphics and things. You know, it, it, and and it's and it's achievable, and it's it, it's something that anybody can do. And it's great that people are that you know, especially like you know, you sort of saying the kids are, are so passionate about. It's wonderful to hear. Really, really wonderful. I mean, we use green screen across the school from year three onwards but I think the most successful projects have been those where there's there really is a sense of purpose so they are working towards mm. an outcome that's not just a oh you're doing this for your class you know there, there's a in this sense it's cyber heroes and they're, they're working for an, a specific audience mm. and it will be used and it's going to be useful so I think that is really driving them to, to you know to create a top quality product and then and I was going to talk about the spring watch project as well so I I've done quite a few projects with classes over the years. And this one, I'm a massive fan of BBC Springwatch. And a few years ago, uh, they decided to uh, sort of open it up to children. They had a Springwatch Academy programme and it was being shown in the afternoons. And so the good thing about the new curriculum is you've got flexibility and you, you can innovate without being restrained or it being too prescriptive. And uh, so... So Springwatch Academy was on at the time and I said to the children, oh, we could make our own version of Springwatch. What do you think? And they said, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So we started watching Springwatch Academy. We got really into it and, uh, and we said, well, let's make our own programme. And our theme of learning at the time was uh, just so happened to be science led uh, plants and animals style theme. And it just it was perfect because Springwatch was on. So the children, having watched a few episodes of Springwatch Academy and becoming really engaged in it, they then followed the process of any anybody that was working on that show. So we had video editors, we had sorry, producers, we had script editors, presenters, prop makers, various teams, and they were all working to create content for the Springwatch, their own version of Springwatch. We tweeted Springwatch 
and said, we just thought we'd like you'd like to know that we're creating our own version. Mm. And the producer that was uh, working on Springwatch at the time replied. And we were amazed because we thought, oh, my gosh, we've actually accessed, you know, we've we've accessed the producer and they've replied and they said, oh, keep us updated. So as soon as they got that reply, the children then said, oh, they're going to they're going to be interested in this. We've got to, you know, we've got to work really, really hard to make sure we produce a fantastic Springwatch Academy show. So they they were working to a deadline, edited their work, just like they've done with the cyber heroes, followed that same process. And then we actually, we we had a little bit of an email conversation then with the producer and we emailed our final video and they sent back photographs of the Springwatch team watching our video. It was amazing. And they gave us so much praise and they said, oh, well done. This is, you know, your, your future producers and script writers. This is brilliant. And that it was such a, a creative purpose led topic. And mm. when you asked me about, do you miss those children? I do. I really miss those children. I, I really hope that they, they remember that because it was a significant part yeah. of their, their life, you know, mm. their curriculum and, and so on. Um, but it was a really exciting project and it was cross-curricular so you had science and literacy and mm. digital skills all involved in one topic brilliant story so you've identified some uh, clear overt benefits of the new curriculum in wales mm. for educators so that that that's you right so this is happening quite soon now from your perspective as, as, as a school teacher how well prepared do you think teachers are feeling now for this new curriculum and do you think being seen as, as as a welcome kind of move forward and people becoming more comfortable with it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know in our school, we've been developing our curriculum now for several years. You know, we, whenever there's a change, we review it and we see how it can fit within our school and our context. I would say we've embraced the new curriculum. We like mm. the areas of learning and the way that subjects aren't seen as discrete subjects anymore. You know, it is very much cross-curricular learning. But we've had to do a lot of work on it to ensure that we created a new curriculum overview. We've adapted our themes of learning so that they incorporate the areas of learning, but also the four purposes. So it's our curriculum is now driven by the four purposes. So we want to ensure that the children develop skills in real life contexts and they have experiences that are, are meaningful and purposeful. Yeah. So the cross curricular aspect we've always been doing, really, and we've yeah. we've never studied subjects as like this is history and then in geography we're studying something completely different it's always very been very thematic and I think for primary schools especially that's probably something that they're used to yeah Yeah, I'm I'm sure there has been an awful Mm. lot of work gone into it um and probably you know sometimes work which is not always recognized you know uh outside you know by by the general public is how much how much actual work goes into this with media that stuff that project is it's it's you know it's it's it but it's, it's media it's it's performance it's um it's presentation it's it's this creative how important do you think are those kind of media skills and performance skills and awareness are to young people across their education i suppose at that kind of pivotal age well, pretty much the majority of our learning and the way they present their learning has some aspect of digital skills in there. And it, it just offers, it's just an exciting way of presenting what they've learned. So we've yes. always got, because in our school, the children are given um, the opportunity to choose the format in which to present their learning. 
they can choose, for example, to create an iMovie based on mm. know, the function of the heart or something like that. They can choose things that they enjoy using to present their learning. They don't always go for the same method or the same format, but digital in some way is always involved in it. So there's always a digital option. And I think it just engages them. There, there are children who absolutely love creating multimedia presentations or yeah. it's just another way. It's not just textbook based ways of presenting things. Mm. It's just giving them different options. I mean, such a young age is fantastic, really. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm considerably older than Sam, as you might guess, but <laughs> I certainly didn't have access to anything like that, you know, at my, yeah. at my time. Um, so the last two questions, and I'll bring Sam back in for the last one, because I think it, it kind of will tie it up nicely. In, in general, what kind of support would you like to see from the industry to support education and to make this a success? The teaching profession is very good. I know in, in primary schools, especially, we're very good at finding what's available or trying to look for things that might help us with a particular project. So particularly when we've been developing the new curriculum and the emphasis on digital skills as well, that it sort of highlights gaps or things that you might think, oh, we need a bit of support with this. It might be like with Screen Alliance Wales in terms of helping with film and media and so on. There are certain things that you do need the expertise of professionals outside agencies. So we've found creative schools, we've been involved in the creative schools project and that involved applying to be part of that scheme. But then uh, you would choose a creative professional who could come in and support or deliver certain aspects. So it might be a dance specialist or it could be a coding specialist, a rap artist. You know, we relish that opportunity to get in contact with those people. So that's one thing that's really useful. And then also Arts Council funding. You know, we'll, we'll go online and look to see what's available that we could apply for. But I think particularly if there's something there that's free, <laughs> that it automatically makes people think, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. You know, so, let's try and get those people in because they have got the expertise that perhaps teachers, yeah. some teachers might not have, or we don't have the equipment. I'm going to take some of those words you just said. I'm going to take the word available, you know, mm. and, and I'm going to take the word fantastic and I'm going to take the word free. I'm going to bring <laughs> Sam back into the conversation <laughs> and ask how how could Screen Alliance Wales, you know, without any, just in general, I mean, it sounds like the kind of school that you, you probably get an awful lot out of working with. How would that kind of relationship work, Sam, in general, between you and Clark Bower School? Um, I do think like Screen Alliance Wales are quite unique in what we do is because obviously, we, you know, we're very proud of the fact that we do do these things for free. Um, I think the curriculum, the new curriculum, the way it's sort of embracing creativity is going to help exponentially with the sort of work that we want to do. So we, if, if this framework was already in place, when we come in and we say, actually, this is, you know, this is how you've just done this, this, this film, you really, really like prop making. And then we show these are the props that we use on a real TV production. So it's sort of, it, it's marrying the two together. Cause we do do that. We go in, you know, we go into schools, we go into all these other places and we bring things like practical things to show. Mm. Um, and because I think, because there are so many, it's such a big thing. The media is huge and there's so many different roles available um, that like by doing projects like what you're doing, you're going to have so many people saying, actually, I don't really like doing scripts, but I really, really want to build. So say, okay, well, let's, let's make some props. And then they, then they spend the afternoon making props and they think, actually, I really, really like that. And then what we would do is, is come in and we'd say, here's the props that were made. Here's whatever that was made. And same with the art department as well. You know, say if like people sort of say, oh, I don't want anything to do with TV. I, I'm not interested in the media. I just like to draw. And then we can come in as professionals and say, actually, did you know the art department is absolutely instrumental in getting anything off the ground? Everything starts as a drawing. And some of the things that are made are absolutely incredible. So we would show this is the artwork. This is the finished project. 
So it's about showing physically um, how these skills are used in real life. Um, and by saying, you know, by, by having this interest in the projects that you're doing are all incredibly transferable skills, really, really good skills to have. And having that passion as well for what you've done to say this is a, a, a viable career path. And this is something that, you know, you could easily do and you could do it great. I mean, we, we recently did a, um, uh, I helped out with a scenic painting workshop and a lot of people didn't really know, you know, that these uh, kids were art GCSEs. So they're a little bit older um, and they sort of didn't really understand. They didn't realize that it was a job, you know, and we, and we made sort of different textures of wall. We made paving slabs, we did all this and they looked great. And honestly, some of the things that were made were people who were sort of like, oh, you know, weren't, weren't sort of, you know, they weren't that interested in doing it, but they had to go. And what they created was incredible. And it really, really was incredible. And they thought, oh, actually, I, did, I never thought about this. And now they're going to take that post the GCSEs to think, oh, actually, this is something that I could do myself. And that's what we are trying to achieve, really. Um, and we hope with the new curriculum, as I was saying, it's the, it's the marrying together of the work that we do and the new curriculum um, that's being brought into Wales. I think as well, uh, just talking about, you know, when the children move on from us, I know now that when the children move on and they go to comp, they're going to be given similar with the new curriculum. They will be given those opportunities to do similar things to what we're doing in primary school, but just develop it at a higher level. So it's nice as well for them to see when Screen Alliance Wales come in, there is there is a point to what they're doing. It's not just pretending to be producers or Absolutely. digital content. There, there is a real, you know, it is a real life thing. These are real life skills that they're developing from a very young age. And they can be further developed as they move on through school and then leave school and go into creative industries, perhaps. And yeah. utilising social media as well. It's such, you yeah. know, obviously it's part of the world now. It's such an incredibly useful tool to have. And the fact that, you know, you could, you know, uh, you, you posted this thing online and Spring Watch reached out to you. That's so good. And it wouldn't have been able to happen without things like social media and those mm -hmm. skills. Awesome. And the buzz that that creates as well, when you're working with, you know, you're working for a purpose and, and there's people who are working in the profession taking notice of what you're doing, it just creates a chain reaction and, and people, you know, people are interested and parents are interested in what we're doing and then staff are like, oh, I want to try that idea out. And we have, it's, it did set off this chain reaction of uh, inspiring uh, content and adapting your practice so that's been another fantastic conversation and this uh, it kind of epitomizes what we're trying to achieve really sam isn't it that kind of partnership within industry and education and how it all kind of feeds into each other absolutely um, and yeah so that that's brilliant and hopefully uh, more teachers like yourself and i will hear will hear you and the other podcasts you know get get the value out of them and that's what it's all about you know creating a kind of funnel of opportunity for people to follow through and achieve great things in life. Anna, thank you ever so much. Great conversation. Thank, thank you for your time. Thanks for being with us today on Kipcast. Thank you very much.